Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm your host, Nikkei Lamodi, and this is episode 24. So today we're going to be talking about how to nurture your thought life. And I've talked about mindset and thought life plenty of times on the podcast, but this episode specifically is going to tell you how to nurture your thought life so that you show up differently for yourself, which is going to impact how you show up for your job, relationships in your life, and just in life in general. So let's hop in. So we all have had a moment where we've looked at our to-do list, whether it's for the week or for the day, if you're an overachiever like me, and you realize, okay, this to-do list is never ending. And you start to just have this feeling of overwhelm and sue you, but you realize that I'm not going to take a break because I'm going to be lazy if I do that, or I'll be a burden if I ask someone for help, or I'm the only one who can do this, or let me just prove that I love them and let me take care of this for them and not ask them to do it instead. Or maybe you have a thought like, I don't have anyone else to help me with this to-do list. All these thoughts I can relate to because this was me just two years ago. And little did I know that my thoughts were playing a huge role in me being chronically burnt out. So I would at times muster up the courage to ask for help, but then I'd start to feel super anxious and then I'd feel my chest start to tighten and my body just felt scared, like we can't do this. And the thought that was going on was I'll be a burden if I ask for help. So that thought was running on autopilot every single time I even considered asking for help two years ago. And most times I provided like a valid explanation as to why I didn't need anybody's help. (laughs) I was like, I can figure this out on my own. But this left me exhausted. It left me super resentful towards people because they weren't helping me. And it left me feeling really discouraged. So imagine I was constantly experiencing the same outcome all because that thought, I'll be a burden if I ask for help, was playing on autopilot. I'm so grateful I found out about the importance of not just being aware of my thought life, but actually nurturing it. So what is thought life? You know, some of you listening may not be familiar with mindset work or have even heard my previous episodes, but thought life is just the sum of the daily thoughts that you have that occur on autopilot. And why does this matter? Well, The moment that you nurture your thought life, you begin to see your world around you drastically different. It just starts to change and it impacts how you start to take action. So for example, I didn't ever get help or any support because my brain kept believing I would be a burden if I asked for help. So what happened? Well, I never asked for help and I just continued to burn myself into the ground trying to do it all. But then the moment that I realized this thought error of I'll be a burden if I ask for help, that's when things started to change. And I was able to start taking different actions and producing a different result in my life. That different result was I actually got help. I had way more peace. I got to have rest. 
and I created opportunities for me to be able to participate in self-care. So I want you to imagine for a second what it would feel like to finally feel seen and supported in your life, to finally have peace when you do go to request help and not anxiousness, and what it would be like to navigate life not trying to carry it all. And this is just in the area of asking for help. This whole process of nurturing your thought life and being aware of it goes beyond just asking for help. It can definitely infiltrate so many different areas of your life. But this is now my reality, right? I can ask for help with peace and confidence. I'm not trying to navigate my life, trying to carry it all. And I do feel supported and I do feel seen. But this is because I became aware of my own thoughts and I took the intentional time to nurture my thought life. Now, when I ask for help and if anxiousness starts to want to come on or my chest wants to tighten, here are two statements or intentional thoughts that I choose to have. And then one is everyone is responsible for communicating their boundaries. I just need to honor them. This statement helps me to remember that someone can still tell me no or decline to help me and it means nothing about me, my worth, my value, or that what I'm asking of them is a burden. It is me respecting that they are a responsible adult who also gets to implement and exercise their own boundaries and I just need to honor those boundaries. The second thing that I say is I am never a burden for those who love and care about me. This again reminds me that even if someone that I care about and that I know loves me declines to help me or says that they're not able, it's not because I'm a burden or I'm too much and that they do love and they do care about me. But there must be another reason that I'm not aware of as to why they aren't able to help me in that moment. And so if you're wondering, this sounds great and all, but how can I start not only observing my thought life, but nurturing it? I'm going to give you three practical things that you can do to start doing that. So number one is doing active journaling without a filter or without judgment. And I say active journaling because it's different from the passive journaling that you may be accustomed to, which is just like writing down things in a journal, getting it all out, crying some tears, tearing some pages, and then walking away. Whereas active journaling, you are getting it out but you are also doing a second step, which I'll talk about in a second. Now, the most important part of active journaling when you're brain dumping everything out is to do it without filter and without judgment. So if it's easier for you, you can set a timer for five minutes and brain dump everything out that you're thinking surrounding a situation, a circumstance or whatever is going on. Because in that five minutes, think of it as your free zone where you get to say, all that you're thinking and it's no one's going to be judging you, not even yourself. There's no filter. You don't have to filter it through logical thinking. It's just getting all of it out, which then goes into the second step. And that's asking yourself powerful questions. This is what makes active journaling active because you're not just leaving yourself at this brain dump where you like, great, I got it all out. Now we're going to take it a step further. We're going to ask powerful questions because that is going to help us to begin to uncover what is at the root of things and also uncover what is my brain offering me that isn't necessarily true or what is my brain offering me that is fact. And so once you've brain dumped, here are some questions that you can ask. What am I feeling right now? 
what do I need? What is true or what is fact? And what am I making a lot of these thoughts mean about me as a person? So there are so many different questions that you can ask yourself. And that is what I do in my one-on-one sessions with my clients. I'm the one asking the powerful questions and helping to support them to navigate and move towards the direction that they actually want to go that they communicated to me is where they want to be, how they want to feel, the person that they want to show up as. But here, you're doing that experience for yourself. You're asking yourself the powerful questions in order to uncover what's really going on at the root of everything. And so the third thing that you can do to start nurturing your thought life And this is great after you've done your brain dump, you've asked those powerful questions, you've responded to those powerful questions, is reframing unhelpful thoughts. And unhelpful thoughts, if it helps you to understand what's the difference between the two of thoughts that are helpful and thoughts that aren't, if it produces negative feelings or emotions in you that don't move you towards wanting to be better or into doing action that adds to your well-being, then it's an unhelpful thought. So for example, for me, I'll be a burden if I ask for help. That invoked a feeling of shame and of guilt, and it didn't lead me to ask for help. It didn't lead me to take action that actually added to my well-being. All it did was lead me to feel worse, feel more isolated, feel more frustrated and overwhelmed. And so a reframe on that unhelpful thought for me is, I'm not a burden to those who love and care about me. That makes me feel peace. That makes me feel comforted. That makes me feel, wow, I'm not in this alone. And that makes me feel, okay, curious. Who can I ask for help if people who love me and care about me don't see me as a burden? You see the difference in the different action that I take from those two different thoughts. And so as you grow in the practice of observing and nurturing your thought life, you'll find more peace, more freedom of choices available, and more clarity as you're trying to navigate life's different tasks, but also challenges. In the intermission, my one-on-one wellness coaching program, you not only learn how to do this skill effectively, but you make yourself a priority and asking for help becomes very easy without any shame, without any guilt, without any criticalness. To learn more about one-on-one wellness coaching, just schedule a consultation with me via the link in the show notes. If asking for help has been really hard for you or is something that you come up against all the time, then it's time to uncover and nurture your thought life, one thought at a time. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.